last time on Gathering of the Ages. As you guys were leaving the cemetery, Lyra is glancing around and she notices a tombstone that says something slightly terrifying. You guys see dead people too? Min has restless night. He dreams. I just want to see Marcus. Stop touching me. What exactly does this crystal do? Oh, it hides you from undead. Are we having a seance? Yes. Do you all think this might be able to contact my father? Because uh -oh. this ain't no ordinary mangled zombie. The professor, Petros's corpse, falls to the ground. What is going on here? Sheriff, I'm so glad you're here. Min starts feeling a little woozy and disappears. Hey everybody, how's it going? This is the most lovable GM, Spencer Borup, here to present to you another fantastic episode of Gathering of the Ages. We are so excited and thrilled to think that we've been doing this for seven weeks now. I wanted to take this time to personally thank all of our listeners, whether you be new or old listeners, thank you so much for listening to us. I wanted to share something really cool with you guys. I found this out last night while I was looking at the statistics of the podcast, but I found out that we are being listened to in a total of six states, as well as the country of Japan. It blew my mind, and I was so excited to find this out. Once again, if you guys want to get in touch with us, make sure you email us at podcast at that is the best way and the only way that you guys can be featured in our Behind the Curtain show and get a little shout-out. I mean, who doesn't like to hear their name on a podcast, am I right? And make sure you go to the website, wordpress.gatheringages.com. It has all the episodes on there, pictures on there, and you can also find our Trilla's Journal. Once again, that's a little behind-the-scenes recap from the perspective of Artrilla the Gnome. There is a new page on there that not a lot of people know about, and that is the courtroom. And if you're wondering rules, there are episode-specific rules on there. So if there's a combat session and we do something in there that you guys have a question about, go to the courtroom and check out and see if your question gets answered there. And if not, email us, and we'll do our best to answer you. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. I don't want to keep this intro going on any longer than it has to. So I present to you Episode 7, Scram! It's the Fuzz! We're in the middle of the worst storm in years. The rain is torrential, the night is black, and the twisting road is empty. Almost. Lightning illuminates the form of a small two-wheeled carriage, which rolls nervously down the muddy road. Inside the carriage... We find the professor, a kind, elderly scholar and gentleman, small but weathered like old leather. Accompanying him is his daughter, an intelligent and dainty young woman, innocent to the antics of her father. Witnessing this scene from the past unfold, but unable to participate, is the halfling time witch, Mingal Thessel. Hello? Is that Petros? He looks good. Have no fear, Kendra. We're almost there. That's Kendra? She's adorable. I'm not afraid. It's just a storm. Rain can't hurt us. You would be wise to heed the weather, my dear. For when the gods send dark omens, then dark things walk in the night. Oh, come on, Father. You don't really believe that. 
Stop trying to give me the spooks. Observation over superstition, remember? That's what you always say. Hmm. I... I do, don't I? But there are other things that... Suddenly, the carriage draws to a halt, and the professor is interrupted by the driver, indicating that they have arrived at their destination. The warm and pleasant Traveler's Inn, known as the Open Book. Keen to exit the storm, the professor and his daughter shuffle their way into the inn. Their bags are taken, for the professor is expected, and the travelers make their way into the back room of the inn where a roaring fire, leather chairs, and three figures await them. Two figures are seated in the chairs next to the fire. They are the judge, a stern elderly lady with pursed lips, her hair in a bob, and icy blue eyes, and the warden, a slight and spry man with dirty spectacles, somewhat disheveled himself. A noble, a tall, stocky, aristocratic man with little patience for the events of the evening, stands by the window, gazing out at the storm. Well, I think I speak for all of us when I say you are clearly not the man your father was. He would never have used that tone with me, large or no large. What you think of my tone is irrelevant. It's the outcomes that matter, and my logic cannot be denied, especially when my contacts with the clan members clearly report that they break off their conversation as the professor and his daughter enter. You're late, Petros. Why are you always late? It's terribly disrespectful. You have missed much of the discussion already. My apologies to all three of you. There was some, ahem, research that could not wait. Yes, well, we all have commitments, too. And this must be your daughter. Where are your manners, sir? Introduce her. If it please, milady and sirs, my name is Kendra, and I can introduce myself. I'm afraid I don't have the pleasure of your names. And you will not, young lady. Professor, send this child to bed. We have matters to discuss. My good lord, I was hoping that this evening might be an opportunity to introduce- Out of the question. Not tonight, nor any other night. These are weighty matters, not games for infants. Save your breath, father. I can clearly see when I am not wanted. Well, good night, sirs and madam. I hope your weighty matters do not require the application of manners to solve, else we should all be in for a dark day indeed. She kisses her father on the cheek goodnight and leaves, somewhat angrily. Her wine sits undrunk. Good heavens, what a nonsense. Now do sit down, Professor, and tell us of your findings. Quiet. Leave no stone unturned, nor tree unbranched, for I am all ears and eyes also. As quickly as the scene began, it fades back oh. into darkness. Well, I guess I'm going back to the present. Goodbye, Pedro. I'm sorry about what we do to your face. Bye! Welcome back to the Gathering of the Ages at Episode 7! Lucky 7! <laughs> that hurt my ears. Good. <laughs> anyway, we really hope you guys enjoyed our little uh, intro to this week's episode. Uh, it was a lot of fun to do. And we're just going to get right into things. How about everybody roll me a perception check? Coming in strong with an 11. 8. 19. Uh, 22. Tw oh my gosh, I got 22. Okay. Um, nobody's able to notice men blipping 
in and out oh, of did time. did I roll a perception on myself? Did you roll a perception on yourself? <laughs> you said everybody roll Sorry. perception, so I just rolled one on myself. <laughs> Min's the only one to notice that he blimps in and out of time for a split second, but none of the other characters are aware of this. Oh, really? Yep, oh, they're Lord. all just looking at what's happening, what's unfolding in front of them. We, when we last left, uh, you had a harrowing experience no pun intended yeah no pun intended <laughs> with a seance and followed and then following the seance you were greeted by what you guys are pretty sure is the reanimated corpse of professor petros lorimore you guys had a you know pretty epic battle with a zombie and marcus actually almost died so, <laughs> Two points, ladies and gentlemen. Two points from death. The lesson to be learned is that Marcus is not a frontline fighter. <laughs> I feel like everyone but Marcus ever already knew that. Yeah, <laughs> he can dream. No, 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 no. Everybody but Zach in real life already knew that. <laughs> yes, I can still do it. Like, it's even... my first robe. Cut me some slack. <laughs> even Marcus woke up from that, going, "What was I thinking?" <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we talked about it off air, but uh, one of the I think one of the motivations behind Marcus jumping in and doing that was he didn't have weapons on him. His bow was upstairs, right? Yeah, his bow was upstairs, and if he threw his knife again, it was probably going to go out the window. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was it a was very interesting fight because the only person that, you know, had... Like their their main gear was Parod because Parod sleeps with his because axe. He's psychotic. <laughs> he's Linus and it's his blankie. I mean, Marcus is still psychotic because he sleeps with a freaking knife, but still not that crazy. So that went down, and uh, after the fight ended, um, uh, you you look out out through the door. Marcus would probably be the first one to. No, well, maybe not because he was unconscious, and they were shoving potions down his throat. So, but you all look out outside, and you know, coming up to the house are are several people. There's five to be exact, and uh, and one of them approaches the scene, and Kendra introduces him as Sheriff Kaler, Benjamin Kaler, and. Uh, he kneels to the ground to inspect what's going on with this this zombie and uh and then Min blips in and out of time. And that's where we are. And uh the sheriff is down next to the body, examining it and I'm gonna give him like a like a southern accent, so hopefully I don't Good butcher luck. butcher mm -hmm. this, but uh Kendra and the rest of you, can can you all tell me what the hell happened here? Well, first off, nice hat, Calamity Jane. <laughs> Are you talking to me or the character? Because I'm wearing a hat right now, too. <laughs> Both. <laughs> He's in character. In character, I picture him wearing a cowboy hat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> first off, nice hat, Calamity Jane. Second, we got attacked by that. And he, like kicks it again <laughs> well this is certainly a, a sight to behold 
if you don't mind, I would like to investigate, have my deputies and I investigate this matter. Can you all join me inside, please? You went from Cockney, like it's a fusion of Cockney and, and Southern, Southern and it's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> that's what this sheriff's supposed to do. Yeah, your accent good. is fluctuating more than Artrilla's. What's your game? <laughs> the game is the GM. <laughs> the game is the GM can't quite figure out a voice for this guy. Think Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> boar. I said boar. So he was accompanied here by his four deputies. Yes, the man has four deputies. And he ushers the rest of you inside to get out of the rain. And you four, take care of the body, please. I'm going to question these individuals. And uh, they, they approach the scene and begin, uh, you know, preparing to take Petros, you know, through town. And you, you can, you got, you guys can't quite hear them. It's still raining, and you, but you guys just kind of get the impression that they don't want to take it right through the center of town. You guys aren't sure how it even got here in the first place because last you guys know, the body was in the cemetery, which means the body would have had to come all the way through town to get to the house. So they're, they're, you know, they're kind of talking in there. They don't want to upset the rest of the town uh, because tension is already running high with U5 being here. So Sheriff Kather ushers you back into the house and glances over at the, the seance table that you had going and uh, looks kind of, looks really suspicious, like, like, of, of you guys and doesn't say anything about it at the moment and ushers you into the back uh, to the sitting room in Kendra's house. So you guys you guys are in a different room front that the seance took place in. Well, can you all explain what was going on before the zombie arrived? We were talking to dead people. Would you care to elaborate? Min just points at the spirit board. Dead people. <laughs> oh, Sheriff, what he means is we were holding a seance to contact our dear professor. And he's, he, he has like a, like a, like a, what, what do they call it? Like a nine o'clock shadow. And he's rubbing, he's like. Need five o'clock shadow? Five o'clock shadow, yeah, excuse me. Nine five o'clock. Like approximately four more hours worth of shadow. <laughs> he, has a, he has a five o'clock shadow and he's, he's rubbing his overtime. chin. And uh, just kind of, of thinking. And uh, do, do any of you say anything else to him? I don't see what the problem is here, Sheriff. I can already tell you, these people here are very suspicious of you. They don't, they don't really like you This right is now. an uneducated, unlearned village, I'm coming to understand. So we will give you the short, the quick and short story of what was going on. We were holding a seance. We need answers. The professor was clearly murdered. You did not do your job correctly, and we're trying to get answers to find out what happened to him. That might be part of your problem right there. I don't understand. You're rude. <laughs> Well, you see, I was just here for the gold. I'm just honest. <laughs> and you, and he points at you, are a dirty thief. 
What did he steal? No, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, good answer. He's like, Marcus is like trying to like make sure, like he's actually patting his pockets. He's like, did I really? What? <laughs> what did I take? What did I take? What did I take? <laughs> I heard about your little endeavor back at the shop this morning. Yeah, well, yesterday, and that poor shopkeeper. He's just trying to make a living, and you go in there and you think it's okay to con him. Well, you see. The stone didn't belong to him in the first place. He it was his it property. Him. He did give it to him, though. He, it's a pawn well, Technically, he did give it to me. You can't blame a man for that. Roll a di- diplomacy check, Marcus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this man is about to be <laughs> my... In your pocket. <laughs> my time to shine. Crap. There goes my black D20. <laughs> Natural 19. Wow. So that is a 28. You could tell when he came in, he was playing the bad cop. He's trying to, he's, he's, he's really just trying to find out what's going on. Um, you can't, like, he's not very good you're at not, it. you're not sure exactly what his feel, what his feelings are about the situation. You just know that he is, you know, there to investigate, and you've kind of lowered his his intensity. He's clearly never <laughs> dealt with a con man of Marcus's caliber. <laughs> He's also never seen what happened. This is very new to him. The way, you know, the whole the seance and and the zombie outside. Any there are strange things happening here in Ravengrow. I really hope you are all not the cause of this. Join the club. We got jackets. I, I want. Wait, you I, thought Lyra, this was our fault? I think um, Lyra has just been observing, and from the beginning, she doesn't really want to give the sheriff much information because it doesn't seem like anyone in the town or the sheriff can be any help in what we're doing. Marcus is kind of with her, honestly. <laughs> what are the rest of you thinking? Or like uh, that is a good point. I would like to know who's willing to share. Is anybody willing to share information? Well, clearly our Trilla is. Except our Trilla just realized that um, the professor did say not to trust anybody, so she's starting to keep her mouth shut. Okay. And per- what's Parad? Parad's, you know, usually pretty quiet. But... Um, so, based on some of my past, I've kind of learned to keep my mouth shut with incidents like this and just keep to myself around cops um, yeah, <laughs> uh, um, and yeah at least uh, 40% of this party is criminals <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just kind of leaning up against the wall listening to this conversation um, so four of you are you know keeping your, your mouths quiet but on the other hand you have the most loudmouth character <laughs> I've ever played with, and that's Min. Our Trilla, shame on you. <laughs> Min, I've noticed, just blurts things out. <laughs> what is Min thinking? Uh, he's a little, of, when he draws the connect. it takes a while, but when he draws the connection that the sheriff thinks they're responsible for the zombie because of the seance, he's like kind of offended and kind of like, how dumb are you? <laughs> You didn't think this was our fault, did you? I don't know what to think. 
That's not the prof- He points at the zombie. That's not the professor. We were talking to the professor. That's not the professor. Then what is that thing? His body. How Mark did his face palms. <laughs> <laughs> so, so does the sheriff. <laughs> How did it get here? I don't know. Somebody put a little bit of spooku back in his buku and made him walk around. With the oh. juju. With, with the juju. juju. With what the scary it with juju. What is you in that word? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lyra's gonna kind of jump in and like to reassure the sheriff that we're not here to stir things up and cause issues. Initially, it was more of a come into town and make the connection between Kendra and the professor and, you know, mourn his death. And now we're here to help. And if we can help, you know, then then we will recruit the sheriff and his deputies' assistance if we need, keep him posted, but it's nothing he needs to worry about because, you know, we'll take care of it. Well, I could see you're all clearly capable of handling yourselves in a fight. Except for the rogue. <laughs> Except for the rogue. <laughs> but I like the way he talks, so he's cool. <laughs> Uh, what'd you roll? 24. For what? Um, I was gonna do, like, diplomacy. Just to kind of... Calm him down yeah, even more? Because of what I said, that I just would rather ease his mind in letting him know that he doesn't have to look into this. This is something that we can take care of. He He's, he's slowly calming down. He's getting to the point where you think he's gonna, like, sit in the chair and be your buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Artrilla is going to step up. Then she's going to roll, roll same thing diplomacy. And what are you going to say to him? I'm going to apologize for my behavior. Okay. Um, I have a nine. He doesn't quite believe that you're you're sincere in your apology. He's immediately enraged again. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that bad. Hulk smash. <laughs> 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 Truly, sir, Sheriff, I am. I am sorry. I, I'm dealing with the shock of seeing my friend walk about again. But I realized that that was not him. And I, like you, want to understand why someone would desecrate his body like this. Well, what are your intentions in this town? Well, we're looking to find out information to make right with Kendra and her father we kind of feel like there's something missing in his story. Not necessarily how he was killed, but just in his story in general. He was a very knowledge-seeking gentleman, and we're, we're just kind of following those footsteps. You're here for knowledge. Yes. Well, I'm here because there's an ungodly amount of gold in it for me. <laughs> if I stay here for a month, we make a, a boatload of coins. You can assume that as much for the fold that are with me, too. And uh, should I roll a bluff for that? Um, are you bluffing? Well, he's trying to make him think we're only here Here for the money and that we're not, like, going to interfere in his stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, then roll a bluff check. 24. He believes you. Wholeheartedly believes you. Um, takes a minus two against any of my charisma skills for the next day. Okay. 
that's, that's that is huge. Um, he, uh, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Oh yes, uh, Marcus, roll a perception check. Kidding me? Eight. <laughs> nope. You don't. You don't really notice anything. Um. Gag vomit stab self in the face. <laughs> Can I roll a sense motive on him? I want to make sure that what we're saying to him yes. will stay yeah. with him, that we can trust him, maybe. 20. You get the sense that he's just a sheriff. He's just he's just looking out for the well-being of this town. He really cares about Ravengrow. As odd as that might seem to the rest of you. But you're all outsiders. This is his home. And so his intent, you know, like I said, he came in, you know, tough, trying to be the bad cop. And you guys talked him down. And now you're just getting the sense that he's just looking out for the safety of the people in this town. And so, you know, he, that's what he's, he's, he's doing here. And the zombie is very unsettling to him. You can tell that he, you know, he's trying to keep his resolve, but at the same time is shaken by the fact that there's walking dead in the city now, in this town now. Can we ask him questions about himself? Like, his family background, how long he's been a part of this town, all that? Yeah, if you want to. Okay, well... See, what's his name? Uh, uh Benjamin Sheriff. Sh well, Sheriff Kaler. Okay. Um, I wanted to ask. And don't call him Benji. He hates that. <laughs> <laughs> what What kind of background he has in the town? Does he have a lot of family here? I moved here. Uh, when I was roughly twenty years old. And fell in love with the place. Now, it might seem odd to the rest of you outsiders, but this place really is my home. I, I love this town and everybody in it, as odd as it may be. And, and, at f and I, I was in the same boat as you. I was not accepted when I arrived and was put here on assignment. I and was was required to move here from from Leopardstadt. So you, you guys keep hearing Leopardstadt. A lot of people keep coming from Leopardstadt. And I, like I said, just fell in love with Ravengrow. Sheriff, I want to apologize once again for my manner. Um, being a gnome, a traveling gnome and a performing gnome, I don't see any place as a home, and every place is open and wonderful, and, and I am so sorry if I insulted this this town where you live and, and hold so dear to your heart. Yeah, don't take it too personally. She takes a bit to get used to. I do. <laughs> I admit that. I also wanted to ask the sheriff, what kind of case travel do you... What brought you here are you investigating anything right now has there been any ongoing things that you're still trying to look into that you know is troubling the town at all back before the professor died he 
I, it, it uh, was very hard to believe at the time, but I am beginning to to accept his his wisdom and the truth that he might have spoken. But I he mentioned this cult in passing one day. He was very worried for the safety of the town. I should have listened to him. The Whispering Way? Oh, oh man, you silly. That's just a story we were talking about the other day. Sheriff, pay him no heed. But I thought Petrus wrote about no, it. No, little man. No, little man. She's trying to shut him up so he won't spill the beans to him. <laughs> we just got him back on The two the... smallest party members wrestling. <laughs> I think she just puts her hand over his mouth. He's still talking. I, he's gonna roll. He's gonna roll a perception check. Uh oh! Now you've done it, man. And you see the wheels kind of turning. He's thinking, whispering way. That name sounds so familiar. And you, are you as looking into this cult as well? Our group of semi friends here are looking into quite a few things. We wanted to try to answer some of the questions the professor was asking, if we could, but more or less we're just trying to protect the people in the town by doing what we can and learning what we can. I appreciate that. We have great respect for the professor and Kendra, and if we could be of assistance to you, Sheriff, because I can see that you are a hard-working, law-abiding leader of this town. Yes, well, if we can share information between each other, that would be beneficial to everyone. Both of you, roll a diplomacy check. Twelve. Oh, eleven. It's like the eighth one we've rolled in this 19, episode. Nineteen. So, Lyra, you know, he's convinced by you, and... Obviously, I've gotten on his bad side. <laughs> so just stop <laughs> talking. <laughs> You're making it worse. <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> I would like to enlist your services, if you would be willing to. I, my deputies, do not tell them, but they're crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could have told you that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And I have four of them. On Ravengrove's taxes? That's impressive. <laughs> yes. I think that would be really beneficial to our cause and the group, having someone on the inside, whether we can tell if we can trust them yet or not. But even now, I think that would really help everyone out. Because we don't really know anyone in the town that really understands what we're doing. I would be willing to pay you, small bit of gold. I'm in. <laughs> it glares at you instantly, just like shooting daggers at you. I'm still trying to get on his good side. That won't be necessary, Sheriff. We're doing this out of respect for Kendra and for you. Speak for yourself. Well, either way, I we do have a little bit of cash in reserves. So if you are able to find any any information about this cult or any of the research that the professor was doing, and you wish to bring it to me, I will pay you in return for your services. Is there um, a place or a spot designated for 
privacy, somewhere we can meet when we do decide to come to you with information or with questions. Is Lyra talking to him? Yes. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. There is. The jail, not the prison of Harrowstone. A lot of people get them mixed up, but we do have a jail. We house drunks there overnight and different things like that, but... Yes, if you I'm were to come to the Marcus prison. hasn't been there already. <laughs> Epic burn. Says the pesh head. <laughs> that is an unsubstantiated rumor. So if we decide to go there, we go in there. Is there downstairs, upstairs, or what? Where, it's all just one floor. My office is off. Once you enter, it's off to the right. You can come in there, and and we can discuss things in private. And I would really greatly appreciate any information or services that you guys, that you people would be able to give me. And would it be appropriate to send just like one or two of us with that information instead of all five of us trousing in? Yeah, you think so. Okay. Like, I'll let you guys discuss it as a party when it gets mm-hmm. to that time. I'll go! <laughs> I bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll disguise Was the sheriff you. back up like three paces? <laughs> Great. We'll disguise you in some kind of animal costume and put you on a leash. <laughs> a muzzle. <laughs> any, is there any information that you have learned up to this point that you would like to share with me? We just know that we, with the five of us, we were capable of trying to communicate with Petros' spirit. But so far, that's just about everything we have. I would advise you to keep the communication with the dead to a minimum <laughs> in this town. And uh, he's like, he's he's looking at all of you and trying to gauge you and and read you and see if you're actually taking his his words into consideration. He looks at Marcus and automatically. Just, just, just believes that it's going in one ear and out the other. <laughs> he looks at Lyra. Should I make a bluff check to make it look like I'm listening? If you want to roll a bluff check, go ahead. Go for it. Go ahead. I, feel, I feel like we've really learned our lesson after dealing with a petrified Petros. Yes. Petrified Petros. I like that. That's good. That's an 18. I think we just got the name of the a petrified <laughs> of the episode. Yeah, there it is. Takes a minus two. Okay, you beat him. So he believes you. He he, but again, he's still not quite sure on you. Um, and looks at Min, and Min is just you know staring at the ceiling, <laughs> not really, not really sure what's going on. Exactly what I do for most of the episode, actually. <laughs> yeah, Marcus is basically looking at him like, uh-huh, uh-huh. and like in his head, he's like, I wonder how much it would cut or how much of a fine it would be if I threw him out the window. <laughs> that or he's like, oh, this group must have some compassion somewhere because they're, you know, they're taking care of a special needs. <laughs> I like that better. That's that what he's really thinking. Good. <laughs> That's wow, this really town good. is, re- they must have a really good special ed program. <laughs> oh, you guys thought that about Artrilla too? I, I didn't want to say anything. Oh, you wish, little man. <laughs> No, I think that's called Tourette's. <laughs> Burn! What does he think about Parade? Because Parade has not said a word. I know. 
Maybe he hasn't noticed you yet. Farad, say something. <laughs> I did not notice the big giant half orc. <laughs> like well, he did. I'm almost eight feet tall. He pushed all of you into the room, so he knows he's there. But um, at the same time, is is kind of intimidated by him. There aren't, from what you've seen walking around town, the days, the couple days that you've been here, you haven't noticed a whole lot of other races. There is not a lot of diversity in Raven Grove. And so the fact that there, that this group, there's only one human in it is very unsettling to him. And the fact that there's a half-orc here is also very unsettling to him. He's kind of intimidated by Parad. I think noticing that he, the sheriff, is glancing over at Parad and Marcus and feeling a little uneasy is that um, Lyra would like to step in, at least put a word in for them, that Parad... Oh, no, he's completely right to believe what he believes well, in Marcus. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> <laughs> that Parad is quiet but observant and still has, you know, he's got a heart, he's got a brain in there. <laughs> in that Somewhere deep down. Body. <laughs> he saved me from the trash. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's the, got a brain, albeit it's the size of a walnut. The, the it's trash? It's like a pea. And he looks at you. What is that? What? He looks Sorry. at me and he says, the trash? Yeah, he almost drowned in trash back at the... <laughs> <laughs> um, that's Little Min again, telling funny stories. Isn't he a hoot? He's starting to pick up pieces. You could just see it working in his in his brain. That Your hand tastes uh, like pesh. <laughs> that he just gathering as much information as he can while you guys are still keeping secrets. And he could tell that you guys aren't giving him the whole truth. Um, maybe sensing this, Artrilla wants to get rid of him now. <laughs> We've tried to convince him. He's not quite buying it. So how do we shoo him away? <laughs> you know, why don't we set up a meeting and share what we can between each other without sitting in this, you know, lovely Kendra's living room. This lovely Kendra's yeah. living room. <laughs> it's, it is lovely. It may be a personal home, but, you know, there's neighbors. And, and she's been through a shock, Sheriff. Yeah. That I understand. I would like to set up a meeting for tomorrow, if you are able to discover anything out of the ordinary. Mm -hmm. Please report it to me. I think that will be acceptable to our group, and we'll send someone round. Oh yes, because we're, you know, we're still going to do some research anyway, so the more time we have to find out more information, the more I'll be able to give you tomorrow. In fact, Sheriff, maybe you can help us right now. I was wondering how the group felt about going to the Temple of Harazma. Oh, good luck there. What? Yeah. What? That Father Grimborough, he is a tough old codger. You <laughs> underestimate my power. <laughs> <laughs> Literally five seconds later, I'm going to be burned and missing three limbs. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> well... Sheriff, do you have any good standing with this, uh, what was his name? Grimborough. Father Grimborough. Father Grimborough. With this father? Do you have any standing I with him at all? I do not. He does not like me at all. Ugh. Maybe you better just point the way then. Are there any good distractions we can use to get him to look the other way when we go in for research? <laughs> I could pretend I'm going to worship my goddess, which I do need to. Hmm. At the Temple of Phrasma? You're gonna worship yeah, Desna. Okay, I don't know. So wait, no wait a second. Worships Desna. <laughs> Mom, stupid question. What? What's the difference? Can't you just worship at any temple? 
No. No. Farazma. So what's Farazma? Farazma is a very grim, very serious deity. She's also called the Lady of Graves. She is the final judge of all the living to decide which afterlife they go to. Oh, then I definitely wouldn't do that there. Okay, take that back. <laughs> I did not know, so, so mom I out. I have a question, Spencer. Yes. Is the Farazman Temple located on the high ground? Why? It's it's a Star Wars joke. <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> I wow. made an Anakin Wait. reference. And... That is bad, and you should give me your hero card back right now. <laughs> nope. In fact, give us the whole deck. The whole deck. <laughs> that was so bad. That was bad, and you should feel bad. <laughs> it made me laugh, and that's all that matters. <laughs> he tells you that the temple, is, there's a river that runs right through the middle of Ravencrow, and and uh, the temple is on the west side of the river and you Let's can see. get to it there's there's two roads two main roads across the river and the the, the southern road is closest to you is closest to uh, Kendra's house so that's the that would be the quickest way to go on the southern road and back up towards the the temple okay so is the sheriff going to leave now yeah, <laughs> I just wonder when he's gonna leave. Should we walk you to right, the door? The directions. Are you are you like pushing him? Yeah, pretty like much. Push him out. Where's Kendra and all? I this? think our dear Kendra needs a rest, Sheriff. I think we all should leave her to her thoughts and her, and her solitude. All right, like I said, any information that you guys acquire, bring to me. I'm gonna nudge Lyra so she can reassure him because he obviously likes her the best. So, <laughs> Lyra, please reassure the sheriff. <laughs> Yes, after today and in, in our attempt to do some more research, we'll definitely stop in. Sounds good. And with that, the sheriff starts walking back through the rain towards the small jail that he described. Sounds very bleak. All right, after he goes, Marcus is like, I don't know about you, but I don't trust him. But then again, I just don't like cops. Well, I, I, I sense that there's not much more to the man than what he's really telling us, Marcus. There doesn't seem to be a lot of deceit to him. So don't so. hold any don't hold any regard with my words. Yeah, I think that's just coming from all the stuff you steal. <laughs> he pats himself down again, like, what did I take? What did I take? What did I take? <laughs> I, I imagine I'm going, oh, turn in the corner and look away from everybody, and you hear, my precious. <laughs> yeah, looking at the amethyst you're still holding, right? The ion stone that you still have, right? No, Parad has that. Oh. oh, that's right. We gave it back to Parad. Uh, where's Kendra in all of this? Just sitting in one of the armchairs in the sitting room. She's. I imagine her kind of rattled. Yeah, she is because she just saw her father, and he was attacking her. That's got to be horrible. Uh, Min's been waiting for the sheriff to leave. He wanted to ask her a question. Uh, Kendra, is this a bad time? No, it is not, little min. Uh, is Petros a Pathfinder? I would imagine so, yes. Oh. Are there any other Pathfinders in the town that you knew about? Maybe the Warden? I did not know the Warden. That was long before my time. Hmm. Little men, why you ask these questions? They seem a little bit out of left field. Oh, I just saw something from ten years ago. If you, uh, when did the sheriff walk in? Stop right there a second, little men. What do you mean you saw something from ten years ago? Oh, it's something that happens to me sometimes. I'll glitch out, see something that happened in the past, or the future, or the present, or never happened at all. Um. It's really hard to sort it out. 
could you talk to us about it, maybe? That explains way too much. <laughs> Actually, I'm a little bit confused. You mean you blink out of time? Yeah. How is that possible? Magic. But you don't control it? Sometimes. No, not really, no. I'm not very good at it. <laughs> so it's power you're learning about, but you haven't quite got a handle on? Nope. <laughs> it's one, like one of those little glass bottles or jars you fill with glitter and glue and shake it up. And it's just yeah. like <laughs> out of control. In there. Out of control. It's exactly like that. Thanks, Lyra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lyra, thank you. Now I understand him. <laughs> Do you have any glitter? <laughs> No, wait, a little mid, little mid, come back to us. No, make a really good object no, lesson no. for the next time I have to explain this. <laughs> little mid, tell us what you saw when you went back 10 years ago. I think it was 10 years ago. The pet, uh, Petros looked really young, really alive, and still had a face. And Kendra, you were adorable. She doesn't know what to say. She's just like... Why, yes, thank you. I was. <laughs> She's just like in awe. <laughs> yeah, you, we were in a carriage, I think, and riding here, and the warden was here, and... Yeah, you met the warden. You just probably didn't remember because you were so little. The warden was there. A judge lady was there. Must have been more than ten years ago. I'm... And a man in a fancy suit was there. Was it ten years ago? Was it about ten years ago? Mm, yeah. I thought she was, so that she's wasn't not in that our old. script. <laughs> so she's really not that old. I was picturing her like in her 60s and the professor like in his 80s. <laughs> so how old is she and how old was the professor? She's like 30. Okay, oh. so she was like 15 or? Yeah. Okay. And the professor died at what age? In his 60s. So he got around a lot. Yes. Okay. He was almost never home then, so she really didn't know much about her father. No. I imagine. Mm -mm. So, Kendra, are you feeling all right? I don't know how to feel. I This has been such a interesting day, for lack of a better word. But I and she's like she's like having a really hard time gathering her thoughts. Well, because and, she just saw her dead father. And you, can, you can tell that. Like, she's just, she keeps trailing off and and losing It's got to be horrible. Momentum, so. A horrible thing for her to see her dead father used that way, coming to attack her. I mean, how, how horrific. Yeah. You'd imagine so. I can't even imagine it. So, yeah, yeah. terrible. Well, I, I imagine we, we might want to just kind of clean up our table where we had our little session and... And maybe tend to Kendra. Does she need... Kendra, do you need anything to drink or eat? Or maybe you need a nap? Or, or you, how, what, what can we do for you? I think I just want to sit here for a little while. Would you, would you like some privacy? That, that might be nice. Let me know before you guys leave. Yeah, I think we'll clean up a little bit. And I was kind of planning on heading out, but I wanted to make sure you were okay before we all left. Yeah, we'll make sure you're steady and, and feeling a little better about things before we go. Okay, thank you. And so you, you you guys go clean up, and it takes a couple hours to clean everything up. There's candles everywhere. The door's broken, so... And contrary yeah. to Marcus's previous statements, he actually, like, helps. 
<laughs> Is that just a big lug? <laughs> yeah. So one of you has to put the door back on as best you can. I nominate Barad. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna make you roll or anything for. It. I'm just I'm just explaining what's going on. I wish that you could all hear how often Zachary rolls his eyes whenever we nominate. <laughs> <Parade>. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. I I feel like it's Parade in character rolling his eyes, like eyes, yeah. oh brother. Yeah. Great, I have to help these we weaklings the again. Weakest people ever. <laughs> so Parade puts the the door back on as best he can, and it's it's like falling off its hinges and. Uh, uh, he just like kind of sets it there because he can't really do anything about it. Well, Artrilla has she's handy with stuff like this. So do you she have a? She would have figured out. She would have found something in the house. Do you want to roll a craft check on the? I don't, I don't know. Have can, I, like, can we like hammer pythons into the wall to like hold the hinges on? Yeah. All right. I got, I got pythons. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. Use that then. Um, and then uh, like the rest of you are cleaning up the candles from the seance. There's quite a few, and putting uh, the gear away or on yourself we discussed in the last episode off air who got what so we're not going to go over that right now mm-hmm. but there you guys are you're, you're taking care of the loot that you got from the crypt and just you know c- getting ready for the to go out because like you guys were half ready for the day because it just kind of it like it just kind of started you guys woke up and you started talking you had breakfast started talking and then it just started, so you guys are doing that as well. So it takes a couple hours for everything to to uh, play out. So what time would you say it is now? I would say after everything that's happened, it's about 2 in the afternoon. So we've probably even stopped and maybe eaten a little snack yeah, or you've probably eaten something. a little lunch. Kendra doesn't eat anything with you. No, oh, okay. And she doesn't want anything, so. More for men. <laughs> More for me. <laughs> so the house is, once the house is all clean, what... What are you guys gonna do? I think we'd like to converse with each other on, on how we're gonna approach the temple, and if we all do want to go to the temple together. Well, from what it looks like in the journal, it looks like the temple is the last place we need to go before we can fully delve into this prison. Do you mean the first place we want to go? It is. It's the only other place that's mentioned. No. You said the rich. last place. So I wanted to clear my, uh, my brain. This is the end. <laughs> my home yeah, that song you don't really know the lyrics to. Parade is actually rolling his eyes again. <laughs> Stop that, Parade. Stop judging us. <laughs> Don't you judge me. But you cannot know the lyrics, too. <laughs> Come on, Prod. Music off. <laughs> Challenge him. Sing off. All those classic, really sad songs. <laughs> so, I, you guys are explaining this going down, and I'm getting another really cool visual. My imagination's running away from me again, and I'm picturing the five of you sitting around the table that you had the seance at talking keeping your voices down you don't really want to you know upset kendra as best you can she's in the other room away from you and uh i picture like like marcus turning his chair around and sitting on it yeah, marcus <laughs> is pretty yeah, hip totally. like that and then like 
I don't know. I, 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 I'd imagine Parade is like not even sitting at the table, but standing and leaning up against the wall close to the table so that he can still participate in the conversation. Yeah, he just lives, but, he just gets food off the table. Yeah, and yeah back I'll, to his I'll probably mm-hmm. break the Spot. chair if I try to sit in it. <laughs> You're that big. Yeah. She has little dainty chairs, you know? <laughs> I can see men like up on his knees, like grabbing food, <laughs> standing on the chair. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Well, you're not passing it to me. I'm just going to grab it. <laughs> Falls off the chair. There's no manners in olden times. Lyra trying to, you know, calm him down and pass him things and put food closer to him. So do you guys want to converse any more about where you want to go? Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. All right. Uh, like I said, it does seem like this is the only other place of note in the journal that he looked into before his, well, let's call it what it is now, murder. Pirod, I think you you haven't said a lot, but how do you feel about coming with us? I don't think any of us should adventure out alone at this point. We don't know what kind of dangers face us. I. Oh my <laughs> word. You what? <laughs> no, he's a pirate. A-Y-E. Yeah. Yeah. Arr. We be gathering much booty today, ladies. I am a man of simple and few words. I eat scurvy dogs. That's ironic coming from you. I know, isn't it? <laughs> Part of my charm, I'm sure. I am going to mock you as a pirate for the Please rest of this episode. Do. Please episode, do. Yeah. I, I know I don't know about you, but I want to go armed too and prepared. Yeah, I think being prepared for anything is a good idea since we've just come across everything possible. Uh, I, I you know I I agree and I also disagree with it being one of the last places possible to look into. I think that's it's another place we can look into, and I'll bet it'll lead to something else. But yeah, it's our last lead at the moment. Yeah, I wonder if there might be another way in so we don't disturb <coughs> the grumpy old man guarding the temple. You leave the grumpy old man. All right. Do you guys let Kendra know that you're leaving? Well, yeah. Bye. I think we're going to push Lyra in there and hold Min back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to let you go in that room. <laughs> like, we're dragging Min as we leave. Like, Wait, no, Par- I'm not done here yet. Parade, can you please take care of your charge? Yeah, she actually calls all of you into the room oh. before you go. Okay. Uh, she, like, notices you guys are, are wavering at the door. She calls you in and she says, I would like to give you all a small token. It's, it's, it's not much, but... I do hope that it will aid you in your investigation. It is proving to be rather dangerous. After everything you've told me and this last encounter that we have all had to face, and she... Gimme, gimme, gimme! <laughs> That's what's going on in Marcus's head. Yeah, it is, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cha-ching! <laughs> now we know what goes outside Marcus's head. Like, if you guys have played Conker's Bad Fur Day, like his eyes turn into cash signs and they start <laughs> spinning like a lottery so machine. so you! <laughs> and she pulls out a wand. And who t- so who takes it? Me. Uh, is she going to um, give us any intel on what kind of wand it is or just protection? Um, she tells you, this wand will be able to cure light wounds, as they say. <laughs> Me. Um, li- little men, um, after your description of your powers and being like glitter, I think 
we should let Lyra hold on to that just for a little while. Uh, fair point. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on. The halfling didn't get any loot. Yeah, I did. I got a haunt jar. I am okay. <laughs> He's okay, but wait. All right. <laughs> so she gives the wand to Lyra, and mechanically, there are 15 charges on ah. this wand. So not a ton, but... Definitely helps. So, Marcus, don't be stupid. <laughs> don't, don't, yeah, don't make the way Marcus say acts, that. All yeah. those charges are going to be gone. Only 15 by the end. charges, because apparently delicate little Kendra uses it every time she gets a paper cut. <laughs> I don't think she's oh, delicate. Dear. I'm not getting that off of Kendra. There's 50 charges in that thing initially. Oh, okay. Then I'm kind of well, How long has no, she had it, though? How long has she had it? And maybe it was her father's before. Handed down, maybe. Maybe I'm just judgmental. I think so. She had to cast it every time he, like, his hip came out. <laughs> oh. Well, then that could be the case. I've yeah. fallen and I can't get up. Ken- Kendra, get the wand. Kendra, Kendra get the wand. Yeah. <laughs> And, and she doesn't know anything about what he's gone through, so yeah, I'm sure she did. Blasted sciatica again. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you, she, good luck out there today. I really hope that nothing else evil befalls you all. Kendra, and, ease your troubled heart and let us take care of you as you took care of our, our beloved professor. Thank you, Artrilla. You know See, what? I can be good when I want to. You know what, Mother? Yes. That was actually really good. I'm going to give you a hero card. <laughs> yeah! Come on, Brooks! All right. What's its suit? Bottom of the card. A, I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> I can't see that. A key card. It's a key. All right. So it's, it's a, a dexterity key. card. And it's called the juggler. <laughs> That's what it's and called. And its alignment is chaotic good. Okay. Cool. Ooh, kind of like Artrilla herself. Oh, look at that. The Yay. rules for the Harrow cards should be on the website by the time this episode goes up. As well as a very haphazard description by me. <laughs> the rules lawyer. He's going to have his first. No, he already had his first. Oh, go on to the dum, rules dum, lawyer. Dum, dum, dum. Blog so on make our sure website. you go on to the website. WordPress. Dot gatheringages.com. Very good. <laughs> We're now available on iTunes too. <laughs> if I was more generous, I might give now you another Harold card have a because you memorized it. Podcast business. <laughs> Gathering of the Ages at the corner of State Street on and seventy two hundred South. <laughs> Open weekdays till eight. Saturday till five. Close Sunday. Online at wordpress.gatheringages.com. <laughs> You have to yeah, have the rest. Beautiful. Now available at iTunes. Wow. Yeah, there you go. Now available on iTunes. <laughs> I'm going to feel like I betray that guy if, like, when I get married, I don't go to the Shane Company. <laughs> Wait, that's true. Shameless plug, Shane Company. Yeah. <laughs> Open weekdays till 8. No, seven. stop. <laughs> None of us have gotten anything. Okay, 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 okay. You guys leave the house and... I imagine you all head towards the temple. It's still raining. We're not even there yet. <laughs> it's setting out. The dirges are just drifting over yeah. all of Ravengrove. No wonder like, these people are so sad. They have to listen to this all the time. Like at I, noon. I find at it six. rather relaxing. <laughs> I find it quite depressing. So you you guys have to cross this bridge to get to the the uh, 
temple, and uh, you notice the the river is really flowing today. I mean, like it's full and the, it's it's just going. Um, Please tell and, me there's uh, a bridge. <laughs> no, there is a bridge. You guys okay. are crossing the bridge, and you notice that the river is really going. It's really full, and it, it's it's like swelling over the banks. It's I mean, it is full today. It's been raining pretty heavily, and uh, just the, the the season as well. You imagine that it's been raining like this for a while um and uh so you guys cross the bridge i'm just setting the scene and uh you you arrive at the temple and as you approach it uh you notice that this is the town's most elaborate building even more so than the town hall that you've passed several times the town hall in comparison to this is like a barn okay and uh, you, and as you approach, you notice on the eastern side, on the eastern facade, there is an intricate stained glass, uh, stained glass depiction of, of a, a stern-looking Phrasma. Um, hey, baby. She and she is. Uh, she's judging Count Andanchi, one of Tamravina's most infamous previous rulers. Do you have any lore behind that, Philip? Uh, no. Uh, what would it be? Knowledge. What knowledge would it be? Well, no, I was I'm asking curious. if he had any lore, like, oh. knowledge as uh, Philip. Say his name again. Mm. Count what? Count and Andot... Andachi. Count Andachi? Yeah. I don't have okay. any lore on him. He's pretty... That's your homework That's for next homework. time. It's okay? to, come, it's mm-hmm. to know more about that story. So, you notice this on the eastern facade, and it's, it's this beautiful uh, stained glass... Uh, piece, just I mean, like you guys uh, like uh, Artrilla might have seen something like this in her travels uh, but it just it, it just doesn't fit the rest of the town uh, I mean, this building just almost looks out of place compared to the rest of Ravengrove it's so beautiful, but yet it has this gloomy aura about it mm-hmm. I just want to, it's not It's not gloomy at all gloomy it's just a beautiful, it's a beautiful, beautiful building, building. Yep. okay Gothic architecture. It's, yep. It's the greatest. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you, uh, do, do you guys just go in, or what What do you do? Can we see the old man that's there? Not outside, no. Okay. Like, he's not outside. Are you guys Are you guys still outside? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. You haven't seen anybody outside. They're, like, the only people you've seen walking around have been the sheriff and his deputies. Can we... I mean, are there doors that are closed or open? Is it something that would be really it's, offensive if it, we just walked in? It's closed to the rain, but the lights are on. You, you'd, you'd imagine it's it's okay to walk and, in. It is just a place of worship. Okay, so, so I imagine that the people who worship there just go in and out as they please? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I think we should just kind of start to go in, but be more observers and not make it look like we're investigating the place so that we don't come off as, you know, jerks. Yeah, maybe not go in as a group either. Maybe split off and go two by two or two by three or something so that we don't look like this big group coming in of essentially oddballs when we don't even fit in this town. So So who goes in first? I'm trying to figure out how to match us up. I think Marcus will take the point on this one. Yeah, we're pretty conspicuous. Mm -hmm. Okay, do you want to go in alone? Yes. Okay. Yeah, maybe see if if the guy's in there and and if he's willing to let your friends come in. Uh, yeah. 
Well, I'm sure you guys can come in after. I think I'm going to hang back with Lyra. I've got some I got some reasons for going in. Because per, because little men won't even let me get close to Parad. So, you know, he still has a little puppy. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> so, mine. you enter the temple, and as you do, you notice uh, Father Grimborough, the man that was at the funeral that helped help her, you know, perform the, the burial ritual. He's there, and there's a couple acolytes, and they're they're conversing. Uh, you just you just gather. He's he like the, you walk in, and you're just able to percept that he's he's giving like a a spiritual lecture uh, to these these two acolytes that are in front of him. And he he glances over to you and oh oh, oh close the door. Uh, uh, my apologies. And he he closes the door behind him, and he respect like other pews nearby. Yes, it, you walk in, and the there's there's high vaulted ceilings, rows of pews, and uh, like several on on both sides uh there's several smaller stained glass uh uh windows up in the in the higher like up, up on the up part of the wall on either side as well okay. well very uncharacteristically of marcus he is going to go and he, like he's going to respectfully sit down on one of the pews and wait until he's done okay so he 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 nods at you and uh finishes up speaking with the acolytes and then kind of shoes them off to go perform their duties and uh, approaches you and he says, Sorry about that. Uh, this rain is terrible. It, I, I can't even send the acolytes to the, the, the rest sides to k- take care of the place. Just terrible weather today. I agree. Some, some horrible things have been happening today. How can I help you, my child? Well, I just thought I would come and pay my respects to the Lady of Graves. Also, I, I do have another purpose here, but I'll not deceive a man of the cloth. Then be honest. I... He, uh, he pulls the journal out of his bag. Okay. And he flips to the entry about the Temple of Phirasma, maybe knowing about the, uh the name of who they might have been searching for. Okay. I'm looking into a prisoner who may have died in Harrowstone. There were many prisoners in the prison. I... And whose who's journal is that? This belonged to P- Professor Petros. Oh, Professor Petros Lorabore. I respected that man. So I've come to learn he commanded a great deal of respect around here. Any indication as to why he was looking into these prisoners? There's a a supposed cult called the... Really weird time for the music to cut out. (laughs) Called the... The Whispering Way. And he's thinking... He's he's thinking real hard and he he just... the name doesn't really sound familiar to him. I have evidence that there is strong necromancy going on in the prison. Necromancy is an unholy act against the Lady the lady of Graves. I agree. That's why we're talking. Are you alone, Marcus? I, some of my friends are outside. I figure... You know, one of the uh, the followers of the Lady of Graves. Come in here and talk to him yourself. Would you like to bring them in? 
very well. And so the rest and of you come in, yeah, and he, he goes and gets yeah. everybody. And as you walk in, uh, Father Grimbrose there, he's shaking your hands, introducing himself. You guys are introducing yourselves to him, and uh, he, you know, he recognizes all of you from the funeral, and uh, probably for the first time since you've been, well, the second time, because not including Kendra, for the first time that you've been in this town, you feel accepted and welcomed. And uh, he, he ushers you toward, more towards the front of the, the chapel, and, uh, and he directs his attention back to Marcus, and he says, give me one moment. And he, he runs into the back to, and uh, you can kind of hear him in the back, and he's like shuffling through some papers and things like that, and Oh yeah, and you can hear him mumbling like, oh, there, oh, there, there we go, yes, 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 yes. And he pulls out some, and he comes back with a, a stack of papers. And uh, these might be able to aid you. I, th- this is, this is information on the prison, as well as the, the, prisoner uh, register. And he hands it to you. Right. And. Uh, Go ahead and roll a perception check since you're the one holding the papers. Let's say a 14 and uh, 19. As you're going through the papers and just glancing through them, several of them, you notice, have writing on them that doesn't match the previous writing. And, hold on, I'm not done. <laughs> and as you're looking... The writing looks familiar, and you pull the notebook, the journal, the professor's journal, out, and you lay the pages. You're you're up at the front, and there's kind of a table up there, and you lay the, the pages down, and as well as the notebook, not to take control of your character, but you lay them down, and you compare them side by side, and you notice that the extra markings on, the, on, on, on a few of these papers, just a few of them, match the professor's handwriting. And then one paper in particular, the one that you came here for, the prisoner registry, on it, several prisoners are circled and questions are put in the margins. You're not sure why, you're not, and, and you're not sure if these are the prisoners or not. But you believe that you have found what the professor was looking for. We'll see you next week. Oh, <laughs> come on! Dang it! We just got there! Come back next week to continue the investigation with our heroes. <laughs>